Hello. Hello. This is the Double Thought Dimension podcast. Yep, that's what it is. We both have names. Mine's a pseudonym. We haven't come up with a name for the other person who's my wife. <laughs> so I don't know. That's what how you're gonna introduce me. That, that's how you're gonna introduce. Well, me. we gotta come up with it. I don't know. We'll have to come up with some way to introduce ourselves. I think I'll just, I'll just, I'll be the introductory. Anyway, yes, I am the other person that is his wife. Uh. He's going to interview me for shits and giggles. I'm allowed to swear and when we're doing this, right? You can say whatever you want. There's no rules. Okay. That's the whole point of it. Okay. I was thinking it could be a conspiracy type podcast, but also mixed in with some true crime types of things. And then also just whatever that we deem interesting because uh listening to so many different types of podcasts i am lacking in uh hearing ones that are similar to my point of view at least all the way so i thought it would be cool to have one that's and done by a regular person yeah yeah we're no we're no uh, special types of any kind just regular <laughs> you know, whatever, Americans in the world living in a small town in uh, Nowheresville, Wisconsin. We're really cool, though. Yeah. Um, the question I had was, uh, what, what conspiracies do you know of? I know of Roswell, the alien conspiracy, the cover-up with that stuff. JFK is obviously a conspiracy with that. I suppose you could say Abraham Lincoln was one too, possibly, maybe? Um, I know some true crime conspiracies, the Lisa Lamb case. Um, yeah, you're going to have to edit out the albums, aren't you? I mean, that's the thing. We're all you're gonna have to, we're gonna have to like. The problem with editing them out is it makes it right. sound stupid. Right, but we can, but we're gonna have to like train ourselves to not say it. Right, mm. that's why the best ones, you know, the best podcasts are done by people who <coughs> naturally are good at speaking. <laughs> Which, no, I don't think so. I think most podcasts nowadays are done by at least who all, just have a, an opinion or an idea. Right, but all the share. ones I listen to, they are natural speakers it's right. obvious that you know yeah mine are not so mine are just most well i mean maybe now they are because they've been doing it so long but what other questions do you have for me stefan i just wanted to know about conspiracies i know a shitload and yeah, I, I don't know a shitload way too much and way too deep into quite a few so, I think oftentimes, and if we do talk about conspiracies, it will be interesting because I know a way shitload about it, and you don't know as much. 
So you'll have different points of view about it compared to me. Yeah. All right. Well, unless the point uh, is for you to ask me questions and get my opinion because I think completely differently than you do. My brain works completely differently than yours. What's your, you know, one of the things that people always say, it's the most, probably the number one thing when you talk about conspiracy, the first thing people say to, to disprove this conspiracy or to just um, make it seem like you're stupid is to say, well, how could so many people be involved? If, if the conspiracy is so large and so big, how could so many people be covering it up? At least somebody would have to um, break the silence, don't you think? That's what people always say. I personally don't think so. I mean, if you're on a grand scale of things, how can I put this in a normal thought, I guess? I mean, like the mafia. The mafia is a real thing. The mafia is huge. I mean, how many people are probably in the mafia? And they're not spouting out that they're in the mafia. They don't talk about that. So why don't they talk about that? Because there's threats to their lives. There's threats to their families' lives. There's once you're in, you're in. Like you don't have and a choice. And there's just... a, a secret. You know, it's a secret, and it's a part of a code that they're right. part you, of. Right. You have you. I mean, you probably take some sort of oath of some nature and. After that, you are, you're in it. Once you're in it, that's it. Like, everybody knows that the mafia is a real thing, but you're not going to just go out and know that you're, that that person's a part of the mafia. They're not going to talk about that. You know, they're not going to, they're not just going to flat out admit and be like, yep, I'm in the mafia and I did this and I did that, you know, because they've probably taken, just kind of like, like a gang. It's like the same thing. Uh you're taking an oath to be a part of that and keep hush-hush on the evil doings that you do, or you face the consequences, consequences, which is probably death or harm to you or your family, which then why, why would you do it then? Yeah, it's hard to figure out what uh, the reasons are, how... how a conspiracy can come come about, but there's always the people that are saying this is not possible. There's no there's no way this is not possible. Is, anything's possible, and there's I don't think anything is coincidence. And just like with my true crime stuff, you and I were talking about that the other day. You know, when an average Joe Blow dies or gets murdered or something bad happens. Most of the time, things are done correctly, and, and there's no second-guessing. It's this is what happened, this is what didn't happen. You can disprove, um, you know, someone else's theory on it. Like, if someone was a witness and they were just lying, you know, you can disprove that based on literal forensic evidence. It seems like whenever there's a conspiracy theory, I mean, that's what happens. Like, the exact opposite will happen with that. Yeah, the, so there there'll be eight billion different theories and whatever that can never be proved. Yeah. Well, with all the science they have today and everything else, there, how how is it could it not be proven? Yeah, like the one we watched the other day of the guy that goes missing. You know, they have hours of footage. Um, all the footage is there. It's not magically erased. It's still there. You know, they've got uh, all these witnesses. None of them have died. 
re, so, weirdly, you know. Yeah, right before they're going on <laughs> to testify, they're not just suddenly dead. Like, that's not what happens. Yeah, it's just the but, guy disappeared, they can't fucking find him, and now um, it's just, it's not a conspiracy, it's just that they don't know where he is. But if it were, if it were a conspiracy, the footage would get lost, uh, all the key witnesses would die, uh, the autopsy would be done by a guy who did, was the same guy that autopsied JFK, you know. All the physical evidence would somehow either disappear yeah. or be destroyed or was mishandled so they can't use it in court. I mean, everything that could go wrong will go wrong, thus creating a conspiracy theory. Yeah, whereas, you know, just a regular case, none of that happens because there's no need for it to happen because in reality... If it's not a conspiracy and it's not a lie and it's not bullshit, then everything works. <laughs> Typically, you know, obviously. And, and on a much smaller scale, too, I had, you know, my ex-husband, his dad was a cop, so anytime he did something wrong, his dad would just pay people off or swap for favors or whatever. So, he, so my ex-husband never had to, you know, face the consequences of his actions ever. So that's a very small example of how something, it's, it's just, it's relatable because it's a smaller version of a conspiracy theory. You know, if you, if you snowball that into something bigger. Yeah, and that's on a super small level yeah. with the one little tiny petty bullshit that doesn't even matter that it would have been fine if he would have just gotten in trouble. It wouldn't have been the end of the world. But even then, he still was able to pull to some strings, the minor strings that he had, to still get out of it, you know, and now imagine if you have shitloads of power and money and all kinds of connections, how easy it would be to pull some real strings so that if you ever did do something bad or wrong or whatever, that's way easier to, to cover up and than it is for the nobody who has nothing. So uh, that's one of the things that I think uh, goes against the thought when people say, well... How could so many people be in on it? If so many people are in on it, then at least one person would would go against the grain. And but I, I think, like Hitler said, the bigger the lie, the easier it is to keep it. Well, and you can't say that no one hasn't spoken up. Like Edward Snowden, he spoke up. But then people thought that, you know, everybody started lying and saying, that, you know, all the things about him and how he was you know, full of shit and whatever, well, he did speak up. Someone did leak, you know? Yeah, which there have been lots of leakers also they have to besides that too. guy. And they, instead of anyone even knowing about him, they just get uh, marginalized or uh, somehow the government or the media marginalizes them or makes it to where, uh, you know, they aren't believable by... Uh, demeaning their character or who knows what, you know. So there's no... That just doesn't happen in, for small type things. But big things. Seems like seems like every single thing that exists on Earth nowadays is pure bullshit or outright lie or pure propaganda. Any Anything that comes through the TV... Uh, the radio, any mainstream, anything. Basically, uh, just think that's a lie. Whatever they say, whatever they're saying, just think the opposite. And that that's most likely true. <laughs> but that's my point of view. 
you know, that's just my point of view because I've been too deep into conspiracies since 2008, roughly. Uh, yeah, but that's because of your military background. Like, you've had, you know, experience with some of the stuff. You've gotten to see certain things firsthand and, and gotten to study certain things after experiencing, you know, life the way you have. Right, and I think a lot of people now, especially now, it wasn't. It didn't used to be like this. Like before, back in the day, the only way to know about conspiracies or any of this type of shit was like hard. It was a hard way to know. And and the people that you were trying to find out, or that you went to find out about it, I mean, it was extremely um, socially not acceptable whatsoever. Like when I first uh, got into the nine eleven conspiracy shit. I mean, that was so extremely unpopular and um i mean you're basically like a terrorist if you thought that 9-11 was an inside job type of thing that you could not say that tell that to anyone you know nowadays i would say if you ask you know 10 people at least five out of ten would be like oh yeah that was probably inside job you know whereas before they'd be like what you know now yeah, but now we also have greater, you know, access to social media, and, you know, I mean, just, I said this the other day, too, that, you know, back in the day, no matter what, people pretty much respected the president, you know. Yeah, even even George Bush, even though everyone hated him and talked shit about him all the time, they didn't, like, like, actively, like, work against him to try to overthrow him and and whatever and create stupid videos, you know, obviously there wasn't as great as social media back then, but either, but there was just a level of respect still because he was the one who was elected and you accepted that and whatever. Nowadays, you nobody can accept anything. You know, everybody's buttered about literally every single thing that you could possibly be buttered about. Everybody's buttered about it. Like, why can't people just accept things for what they are, you know? Yeah. Which is stupid. And another reason why I think most people, more people, just as many people as possible need to uh, start their own shit because sooner rather than later, I think all of this fake facade of a society we've got, I mean, we're like three days away from just being fucked forever. I mean, if they turn the power off and the grid goes down, our society as we know it will erode super fast. I mean, no power means no Wi-Fi, means no uh, banks. You know, everything will just turn to shit super quick. And the more people out there who are uh, countering the narrative, because the narrative from the mainstream media is a constant barrage, like a fire hose, uh, and the counterculture narrative, you know, the alternative media is like a garden hose. You know, it's hard to compare, but the more garden hoses there are, you know, the harder it is to, you know, you can't turn them all off. Like, you can turn off some. I just wonder, I just wonder how, like, at what point are people going to say enough is enough? You know, they have taken away so many liberties from us so far, and people are justifying them. And, you know, with the idea that this virus is, you know, deadly, 
And I'm not saying that the virus isn't real. I do believe that it's real. However, lots of viruses are real. You know, <laughs> lots of viruses can kill people, but they've never taken away our freedoms. We've, I mean, just in our lifetime, what we've had, swine flu, bird flu. Uh, I mean, there's... SARS. SARS. MERS. Well, COVID is yeah, SARS. Yeah. I mean, it's just a different strand like that's all it is yeah and they've never shut down the country or taken away freedoms but what they have done is slowly take away our freedoms i mean basically ever since me and uh you <laughs> have been alive uh we have been losing our freedoms slowly year by year well that's because they're what's the word grooming us they're grooming the american people to be satisfied with being dependent, like, uh, being dependent on the government. They, that's what they want. They want everyone to be fully dependent. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. They, they just want everybody to be fully dependent on them. You know, they want you to eat at McDonald's and only shop at Walmart. They don't want you to think for yourself. They don't want you to fend for yourself. They, they, want they don't you want you to know how to do anything. They want you to right. be ha having to... You know, they don't want you to know how to change your own tire. They don't want you to know how to do anything because that means... You're thinking for yourself. You're thinking too much and you're not needing them. And it, the less that you, that you rely on them, the less um, power they have over you because, you know, I don't need the government for anything, you know. Uh, if it, you know, we're fine. We could live if we had to. I mean, we got a generator. I'm an electrician. We could start the generator, turn the power on. If we had to, you know, we could go kill some rabbits. Uh, you know, it would be a downer. There's no doubt about that. But I'm not too worried about it. I feel confident that we could live. Uh, but that's a small minority of people. I mean, the, most people in the U.S. and living in uh, urban areas have zero skills uh, other than the skill to drive to their shit job and then come home and, you know, all their skills are have been taken away from them incrementally over the years since the 50s. Well, that's the other thing, too. They want you to only go to work and come home and procreate. Like, that. that's it. That's all they want you to do. They don't want you to do anything else because you, there's no time to do anything else. You know, back in the day, you were literally revolved around your family and your community and helping each other out and bartering and what can what can what skill can do I have that I can help you out and what skill do you have that you can help me out there is none of that anymore they want you to work eight hours a day they want you to take an appointment job that doesn't have any meaning whatsoever right and, and then you hear the bell and you go to your lunch break or at exact same time every day you go to lunch break and you finish work you come home and you, re you repeat that. There's no time to live. There's just no time to live. There's no time for families to spend good quality time together because the weekends are spent just recouping from a long work week that you didn't want to do in the first place. Yeah, then you get two days off, right back into the meat grinder, you know, and then you do that for 40, 50 years. Uh, probably die one year after you'd retire. And that's it. It's fucked up. And I think more people now are starting to realize, like, oh, shit, this is fucked up. Like, before, it's, you know, the government seemed, like, kind of obscure. Like, 
people are always bitching about the government. You know, those people that bitch about the government are just stupid. And, you know, what, what, why are they complaining about the government all the time? But now you can't leave your house without being confronted by the government. <laughs> you know, you have to wear a fucking mask if you go anywhere. You have to do all this bullshit and you're assaulted by the government every damn day. So it's, I think that they have uh, overplayed their cards to where now everything's moving so quickly that they just have to get shit done as fast as they possibly can before people are like, oh shit, man, we, eight months ago we were living in a free society, now we have no freedom. Like, well, and that's the hard, that's the other part too that pisses me off is the fact that the government knows exactly what it's doing. I mean, nowadays, if you go outside and there's a person with a mask on, you know what side they're on. If there's a person without a mask on, you know what side they're on. And then all, all it ends up doing is causing people to fight amongst each other when really we need to be fighting the government. We need, we need to be fighting the alternate force here because... But they're, that's, what, that's what they want. They want us to fight each other so they don't have to do it. Right. Which, they want us to hate each other and divide us even more. They don't want us to bring us together. They want to divide us. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a government in the first place and have two separate parties. Why does it matter what fucking party you're for? Why is there parties at all? Why can't there just be a person, a couple people who want to run for president? Why do they have to be a part of a party at all? Why can't there just be a person who's got good ideas and good views up there? Why do they have to run for a red party or a blue party? They just want to separate us. Which has been happening since the dawn of time it's the same exact story over and over again from rome ancient greece well there's a reason why they say history repeats itself there's a reason why that happens and if you think that it's not going to happen again now just because we're what more civilized you're crazy i mean other countries are still doing that and still trying to dominate their people so if you think it can't happen here you're retarded yeah so yeah, these are just some of our thoughts that we have. Um, I We came up with the uh, double thought dimension because um, the book, 1984, um, in the book, there's a concept called double think, uh, which I wanted, you know, to call it double think podcast or something like that, but it appears that there was already one called that. <laughs> So we just went with double thought dimension because we're, you know, to live in society now, you have to use double think, uh, which if you haven't read 1984, it's the concept of holding two counter ideas in your head at the same time and believing both of them. Like to wear a mask in a, in a store, you have to use double think for it to work in your head. Because everyone knows that the mask is not, isn't doing shit. It says right on the box that the mask doesn't protect against shit. Everyone knows it. But they just still do it because of this bullshit that they've got in their own brain that's fucking them up. And that's basically everything that we have in society now. You have to use double think just to live in society now. So we thought that would be a great name for the podcast. Plus... Double thought dimension, you know, because with conspiracies, uh, it seems like every conspiracy leads down to um, we're all in some 
dimension, like that this dimension that we're in, you know, there could be a hundred dimensions or something, you know, it seems like every, every conspiracy that, that I've ever researched or uh, read about almost always leads back to somehow we're in some sort of dimension some in some way and it's been known since the dawn of time and we're just too stupid to figure it out basically and we're eventually we'll evolve to the point where we figure it out and then just the cycle just repeats itself over and over again like the matrix or truman show or some shit like that so it's basically a 1984 idea concept with dimensions and conspiracies So that's pretty much it. Sweet. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we're now leaving the matrix. That's just the test. <laughs>